Hi there, welcome to episode 119 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. We're continuing our holiday tradition by gathering by the fire to listen to some very chilly music. Don't freeze, because tonight we bring you the 6th annual Waveback Winter Special. Well, hello, Matt. How are you? I'm good, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. It's not snowing where I am. No? No. Oh, is that like a a bummer thing for you? It is a bummer thing for me. We didn't get any snow last year at all. And I love snow. And I want to go play with my kids in the snow. And I want to go look at snow. And heck, (laughs) I even want to shovel my driveway. But none of those things will happen. I will trade you because there's already about two inches on the ground where I am. I hate the snow, and I have no kids to play with in the snow, so therefore I will not be enjoying the snow. So it's pretty lost on me. (laughs) I remember liking snow considerably less when I lived in New York City, because it all turns gray in like a day. An hour? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no. No, it's not. Yeah, New York City snow is not the same as snow anywhere else on this planet. Yeah. It's just... the thing about white is that it shows all the filth, and there's a lot oh. of filth. Oh, a lot yeah. of filth. Yeah. Oof. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> I love waking up in the morning, and it'd be I, I was living in Brooklyn, and I'd wake up in the morning before they plowed my streets, and it was just beautiful. And then, like, mm-hmm. once they plowed it, and all the the, oh. the filth from the just... Oh, it's everywhere. I I feel like um, (laughs) if you've ever read like Good Omens or if you're like a fan of the apocalypse, you know, like you do. Yeah. I always think uh, when I see gray snow, it makes me think of like pestilence the way like if you if you saw Good Omens on. um, Yeah. Yeah. On Hulu and everything just turns rotten. Mm -hmm. So that idea of like this, this beautiful white virginial snow just plowed <laughs> no pun intended gentlemen let's let's keep it above the belt uh and turned this awful gray and black just ugh. yeah and then and then what makes it worse is uh, i don't know about everywhere else in the country that has to deal with this but they use like rock salt that's brown so then it turns the snow brown as oh, well right that's right Ugh. yeah just the worst it you like Winter in New York is great as it's falling. That's it. <laughs> Anything That's it. past that. Nope. It's just a bad time. Really? Like that first snowfall, you really enjoy it. You have to, like, <laughs> I don't know, like that. Like the first good summer rain, you have to enjoy it and hold it so close and so tightly because everything after it is just, ugh. Right? Because then you come back home and then you take off your shoes and the bottoms of your pants are wet. And you were just looking at that snow. Yep. So you know mm-hmm. what's on it. The only thing worse than yellow snow is city snow. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know the only reason it's that the only reason it's not yellow snow is because you can't see the yellow anymore. Correct. Oh it's my under goodness. all the other colors. Yeah, good grief. Well, we're here to talk about something a little more pleasant tonight. <laughs> let's 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 rein it in here. We we like That was a great segue. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> Oh boy! So it's our sixth annual winter special where uh, we we gather together and talk about uh, some of our favorite cold themed music. And um, my goodness, I remember last year 
we did like the Mega Man thing because I was like, man, I'm just running out of ideas for winter themed things. And then I came up, I just tried, tried getting tracks together for this year and I was just finding tons of them. So I don't know what the heck I was thinking about. Maybe your head was elsewhere. Maybe it was. Who knows? Uh, all I know is that we've got a pretty fun lineup. We got a couple of listener requests. Uh, we got some from me, some from Matt. Yep. Uh, so let's let's get to work, shall we? Yes, let's. Uh, it, just because this is the season, I did a little bit less research than I usually do for these. Um, so <laughs> I, I simply ran out of time. Uh, so I, I I have all the, the you know the track names, the games they're from, and the composers, but I I just didn't get a. I didn't get any any further information past like you know what are the other games that these people did what are their histories and uh, I do apologize for that I usually like to go into all that stuff but for now we're we're just gonna have to appreciate the music and and rely on each other for comfort through this trying time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh because that's genuinely a great sentiment, but I laughed anyway because I'm a jerk. <laughs> We'll have to rely on Google in this trying time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put links in the show notes. Promise. All right, so yeah. the first song we're going to listen to tonight uh, comes to us by way of me. This is one of my picks. Uh, this one is called Frigid Glacier. It is from Blaster Master Zero for the Nintendo Switch and various other platforms that Blaster Master Zero has been released on by this point, um, which if you've never played it, you should because it's a wonderful little game. The music is by 3, or I-I-I, Roman numeral 3, or maybe it's pronounced Yee! I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea who these real people actually are. If it's what, Is this one person? Is this a team of people? I don't know and I don't understand, but I know this music is pretty darn good. So let's go ahead and give a listen to a Frigid Glacier from Blaster Master Enjoy. Enjoy.
Fritch Glacier. What'd you think of that one? I thought that was freaking rad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was really, really good, actually. And it makes me question my choices. <laughs> not in not in music, just in life. Just in um, life. Question no, my choice not to play that game. Seriously, I played the original Blaster Master, and that was a pain in the tuchus. But uh, that being said, this was really, really good. Um, there's a section in the middle that reminds me of like s- some other uh, game uh, tracks that I really enjoy. That part's like, and like it still kind of amazes me to this day, like that some of that stuff exists, you know, with that what you can argue is prehistoric technology, but it's like. It's really like I, I couldn't stop like kind of bopping my head like this is good yeah I liked it a lot a lot a lot yeah it's it's funny because I actually wound up discovering this one earlier in the year when mm-hmm. I was uh not discovering it just I had this uh there was only like one or two tracks that stuck with me from Blaster Master Zero and I remember enjoying the rest of the soundtrack but none of it left like this huge impression on me mm-hmm. uh besides uh two two tracks and the rest of it all just kind of bled together because most of the other music has a very similar rhythm to it and it's all mm-hmm. you know uses that instrument set and um i played the crap out of the game when it launched i played through it once uh and then immediately started playing through it again with the dlc characters because mm. what was wild about the DLC characters is they did stuff like, now you can play a Shovel Knight, and now you can play a Shantae, and those characters played like those characters. So it wasn't like just skins and you're playing Blaster Master. It's like, okay, right. you're Shovel Knight in the tank, but you're not useless when you get out of the tank because you're Shovel Knight, so you can like bounce around off of things like Shovel Knight. It was wacky DLC. That's pretty it, smart, though. Oh, it's really smart, and and because every character you played with it, it really altered the way the game felt. And mm-hmm. uh, God, if I'm remembering correctly, this ice level was really memorable because I think this ice level was where the um the corpse of that crab monster, which was the level five boss in the original Blaster Master, who was like such a hard boss. That he can either go by like if you're lucky he'll blow by super quick, but if he just like does the wrong thing and starts moving around sooner, like he just turns into this giant pain in the ass. Uh, but the 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 corpse of that thing was just sitting in a stage, and I'm pretty sure it was the ice stage. And I was listening to the soundtrack. I put together just this large group of Blaster Master songs, uh, and I just was listening to all the Blaster Master soundtracks for a while. And uh, this one came up, and I was like. I, yeah, I remember this song. I really like this song. I should save this for the winter special. And so I did. It was back in like February or something. It's, it's been sitting on this little uh, checklist for a long time. But yeah, I, I really, really like this one. Oh, I'm I'm glad that it uh, it lasted that long in your memory bank slash list of, of songs because this is really good. I don't think um I would ever get to playing, you know, that, that proverbial, I'll put it on the list list. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I could say I'll, I'll get to it. I'm not going to get to it. Like, who am I? Who am I trying to fool here? <laughs> but uh, no, this is this was really good. If if you hadn't put it on the show, I, I don't think I ever would have heard it. Probably like a lot of other people too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I know the game did the game did pretty well for itself, which is which makes me happy because you know it got a sequel, and I think it's it. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a third one coming out eventually. Uh, you know, it's not Indie Creates' hugest property, but the game does 
fairly solid for itself. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm very happy to hear hear that because I'm as you know I'm just such a huge Blaster Master fan. Uh, and my physical copies are coming in the mail soon. I finally got the uh, word from Limited Run Games that my physical copies of Blaster Master Zero and Zero Two should be showing in the up in the mail on Saturday, and I'm so stoked. That's pretty awesome. I yeah. like Limited Run Games. That they they do great stuff. They really do. I wanted to get like the super crazy collector's editions, but I'm perfectly happy with these ones mm -hmm. that will match the rest of my collection. And that just means the only Blaster Master game that I don't have physically is Blaster Master Overdrive, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> what? And there's no physical version of it. It's only gotcha. on WiiWare. So oh, it's never wow. been re-released on anything. It's currently mm -hmm. completely and totally unattainable through legal means. It's Blaster Master Overdrive, and it is a decent game. <laughs> I love when someone describes something as decent. <laughs> it's a, it, was, it was, at the time, the best Blaster Master sequel of all of them before gotcha. Zero came out and was like, oh my god, this is a really good Blaster Master game. The first mm -hmm. legitimately ridiculously good Blaster Master since the original. I could go on and on, but let's keep going yes. on our list. And our oh. second song comes to us from Matt. From you! Me? From you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I cannot freaking believe that we haven't done this song yet. And I, I don't understand why. I could have. I've. I swear, every year when we're doing these lists, I think we should listen to Sherbet Land from uh, Mario Kart 64. And I'm just like, no, we've done that one. I'm sure we did. And I think I understand where the confusion comes from because this track is the song for both Frappy Snowland and Sherbet Land from Mario Kart 64. But there's mm. also a different Sherbet Land that's in Mario Kart uh, Double Dash and. Mario Kart 8. So for some since my version of this track that I own is just called Sherbet Land, I assumed that we had already used this one, which is not something that we've done. So Matt, why did you choose this one? Because everything you just said. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no clue. No, um I loved a lot of the old Mario Karts. Now I play some of the later ones and it's kind of outgrown me i had an outgrow it it outgrew me um but like mario kart 60 i mean original mario kart is is still way up there like you know we played the first time we're like holy cow this is amazing and the battle mode was just mm -hmm. nobody we didn't see anything like it and then the 64 count has its version and we again we were just we were with it um this this song though i won't lie i'm i'm if, if you've been listening to the show long enough, you know I've said it a, a bazillion times. I have a terrible memory. If you're not, if you haven't, if you're listening to the first time, I'm Matt and I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um, so when it comes to like... Uh, I'm sure I've said it before, but I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's I was working towards something like that. And I just... <laughs> my, my neighbors dropped something and, and threw me off track. Uh, anyway, um, I... When it comes to episodes like this, where we um, we're not talking about a specific game, but instead we are um, compiling, um, I I go for I try and pick things that I can talk about. So in this case, Mario sixty four, uh, or excuse me, Mario Kart sixty four, um, and so I was I did the <laughs> I did this thing where I was I just went on YouTube and I was like ice levels, <laughs> and then all these playlists came up and and a lot of them. I was like, nah, this this isn't it. I'm not. Oh, I don't. Eh, okay, well, not, eh. but then I heard this and I was like, yes, 
yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. This is this is my pick. And I listened to it a couple times, and I was like, wow, this is a really, really good song. And like Mario Kart 64, I have very fond memories of playing with all my friends. And, you know, again, the battle modes and the races. I just it's just one of those things. And like I personally hate all the ice levels in the Mario Kart games because they <laughs> just because the sliding, there's no traction. I suck at drifting. Like <laughs> I'm not even good at Mario Kart, and I don't know why I play him, but I play him anyway. So this was this was the song though that I I was like, yeah. And then of course when I gave you my list, you were like, holy cow, I can't believe we haven't done it. And what did I say? Well, I'm that guy. So I picked the song because I'm that guy. Sweet. Well then, let's do it. Yes. Let's listen to it. Here is Sherbet Land or Frappy Snowland or whatever you want to call it from Mario Kart 64 by Kenta Nagata. Enjoy. Pleasant Nintendo 64 song. I remember why I picked this one too. For, for the, all the reasons why I was saying I hate the ice levels. Mm-hmm. It's such a... It's such a... Uh, a clash, if you will. Because when I play those levels, I'm just like, I hate this, I hate this, and I'm so angry. And I'm like... Argh. And then this song is playing, and it's like... And I'm like, you shut up too, I hate you too. You know? Stop being so freaking happy. There's also that that part towards the end of the the course where it's like just a big wide open spot, but like the big center, the chunk of the lake is next to you, and it's like yeah. penguins around. Yep, and it's just you get this one brief moment, like I'm safe, but I can nope. see this corner up there, and yep. if I can jump that corner, I can cut everybody off. But if I mm-hmm. miss, I am screwed. Yup. 
This this song is uh, you, you summed it up perfectly. It's got the it, it's this wonderful, cheery, relaxing little music. But in the, <laughs> when you actually put it in reference to the game, the mm-hmm. stress of this level of just like I was bumping into walls and penguins uh, are hitting you. Like the, the penguins, the darn penguins. <laughs> Was this the one with the skating shy guys? No, it was all penguins. Yeah, that, I'm thinking this, that no, this one's one was all yeah. penguins. Yeah, <sighs> them <laughs> jump like you're going into the cave in the beginning, and like the yep. two penguins are ready to dive across. Like, don't you do it? Yeah, don't you do? Just, it. You know we're here. You see the go karts. You hear the go karts. Just don't do it. Wait till we go past you, or, jerks. Or be- better yet, just wait till I go past. I don't care about anyone else. Just wait till I go past. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, jump in front of Wario. See if I care. He deserves it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right our next track comes to us uh was suggested by durak pig over on discord this is from a game that i have never played before and know absolutely nothing about other than i've heard very good things about it it is uh from a game called dust and elysian tale the song is called the blackmore mountains uh and it was by Hyperduck Soundworks. I do not know any of the people involved in that, but that is the music credit that I was able to find in my limited search today. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't know anything about it. I haven't listened to it yet. It's uh, it was a recommendation. So let's let's give it a let's give it a listen. It's a long one. Mm-hmm. This is six minutes and forty eight seconds. This is a nice beefy track. So uh, let's let's hunker down and enjoy. Here's the Blackmore Mountains from it, Dust. An Elysian tale.
Well, that was quite a ride. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> that was, um... Wow. I... One of the first things that really, um... Was, uh, that really hit me was the dynamic of it. Um, mm. I, I'm familiar with Dust. I've never played it, but I'm I'm very familiar with uh, its imagery and things like that. And this makes perfect sense, uh, knowing some of that imagery. But um, it's a more it's obviously a more modern game, so we have more you know recording modern recording capabilities and and so forth. Um, but that's. I think that's part of what makes it great is you have the ability to be dynamic and I think this track is very dynamic. You have these very pretty peaceful parts where you hear the sleigh bells which you know you go back to any other episode of uh, of, the, of our winter specials and I'll always say the same thing. Sleigh bells will always be indicative of the winter season, Christmas mm-hmm. time, that sort of stuff. Um so you get those in there, you know, just in case. Um but I hear this again separate from gameplay and I I do get a sense of like a winter level like I get this sense of like um <coughs> harsh conditions but not like brutal like I get this sense of like there's winds blowing and there's snow being whipped up but it's not like ah oh, we're in the middle of a snowstorm ah oh, you know it's a nor'easter we're all going down it's it's more just like I I envision like these sky blues and these very crystalline blue colors you know, and then once it swells and it comes together, it just becomes even like it's a pretty piece of music when it's subdued, for lack of a better term. But when it comes together and it swells together, it's an absolutely gorgeous piece of music. And so you take those two great pieces and you just you work with that dynamic and you, you get this. And this is beautiful piece of music. So thank you for suggesting that. Yeah, I could not have said it better myself. Uh Thank you for suggesting this one. Uh, this was it's quite a ride. I, I I really liked the very end, actually, where it was all like calm yes. and acoustic guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it started getting quieter. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of don't want it to end, right? You were like, oh, <clears throat> yeah, like here we are almost seven minutes into it and I'm don't want it to stop. So that's, you know, that's that's a pretty cool thing. I'd say this was a, a, a pretty great choice. I would like to know more about dust. Yeah. Yep. Besides just looking around my house, <laughs> I was going to say, well, humans are the you know main culprit, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> aren't we always? Oh, God, that's a podcast for another podcast. You say? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go to something a little bit more. Uh, I, I guess fun's the 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 word. Though not that that one wasn't fun, but it was uh, it was more beautiful than fun. Whereas this one is uh, just kind of a little bit more cheerful. Mm-hmm. This comes to us. Uh, this was my suggestion. This is from Super Mario Maker 2. They mm. added the ability to make snow levels, and they oh, got boy. Koji Kondo to go and add new music to the old games. Uh, so this is what a snow level would have sounded like if Koji Kondo had composed it for Super Mario Brothers 3 back in the day. Nice. Which I think is fantastically cool. Uh, I, I really like all the new stuff that Kondo put together for Mario Maker 2. It's it's really, really great. Uh, and it's it's cool because it kind of feels like you're hearing these long-lost tracks, you know? Because it's, mm-hmm. it's in the style that he wrote all those years ago. So 
Uh, this is a super fun one. This is Super Mario Brothers 3 Snow from Mario Maker 2. Enjoy. was so awesome <laughs> i also like how it's got the i don't know if it's just the the rip that i have that sounds this way but it's like a recording of jingle bells but they're all crunchy <laughs> i was you know i i wanted to say something at first i was like oh this might be a bad rip and then i was realizing that i i wonder if it's intentional because to me now all of a sudden it comes across like those sleigh bells let's see if it sounds like this elsewhere yeah, that's 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 just what it sounds like. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, so then so then they were uh they were trying to mirror or mimic sleigh bells using the old uh Yeah, totally working boards. within NES's limitations. That's so cool. Right? That's great. And just the composition of the song itself is so jingly. <laughs> <laughs> I can you know, if you hadn't told me that that was a Super Mario Brothers 3 um I don't know, add-on or, or whatever you want to call it. I could totally see it. And I see Mario running around in my head, like listening to that, like the my mind's theater put Mario, you know, in some whatever level. So, I mean, it's kind of a no-duh moment. Like, yeah, of course, Koji Kondo, you know, wrote material, you know, from a game that came out 20-plus years ago, mm. like it was yesterday. You know, like he punched out, went home. Came back the next day and was like, oh, I got to make a snow level. Oh, God. All right. Okay. And then he made music for a snow level 20 plus years later. Like, like never skipped a beat. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, I don't, I guess I don't really have a ton to say about it. it it's, it, it's all that same instrument set. That's very distinctly Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Uh, I agree. hundred percent. All right. So this next one is uh, a, another Matt Ramo suggestion. Uh, this comes from Overcooked. Uh, the song is officially called All the Trimmings by Igor Dvorkin, Duncan Pittock, and Ellie Kidd. Matt, why did you choose this song? Um, I absolutely love Overcooked, and I have you guys to blame for it. <laughs> uh, was it two pain in the ass ago? 
You guys right. finish. <laughs> you guys finish the the time. You know, you went ten to ten, and then you were like, "Hey, let's let's round out another hour." And you guys all played it, and I watched you guys play it, and I was like, "That game looks amazing." But I knew that I had I needed other players, and I didn't care. I downloaded it for Xbox, and I played it anyway, and I love that game. And then over took clip, and then Overcooked Two came out recently, and I got to play a bunch of it with um uh, on. Uh, on Xbox Live. Uh, there's such fun games. If you've never played them, like they're the best stress-inducing games, in my opinion. Like you'll get so stressed out, but it's it's such a lighthearted stressed out, and like you're always laughing because it's just mm-hmm. silly. The animations your animation's cartoony, the gameplay itself is cartoony, but it, it's so 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 much fun. Um and again, when I was looking at those lists, because I was cheating, I I totally copied someone's homework. Um Overcooked was I didn't even listen to it. Overcooked was on the list and I was like, duh, of course Overcooked has ice levels. Like duh. <laughs> I didn't I, I like I only listened to like the first second. I was like, yeah, oh I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one definitely. And then of course later I listened to it. I was like, yeah, this is a good one. And so this to me is I mean, the level itself is ice. You're slipping and sliding like a dummy. Um it, it's it's quintessential, you know winter music ice level music whatever you however you want to approach this this episode yeah i i would uh heartily agree i think this was a really cool choice and it was also fun you know figuring out what the the song was called and seeing what information was out there because i think the last time we talked about overcooked Mm -hmm. on here on the show it was uh they didn't have people compose music for the first overcooked they used like they outsourced music that existed already and I we couldn't find like a lot of the credits for it. So, but since Overcooked has blown the heck up since then, uh, I was able to find all this information on this track, which made me happy because I agree with you. Overcooked is one of the best experiences I've had in in this console generation. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. it's pure magic. I love it. So, let's give a listen. Here is all the trimmings from Overcooked. Enjoy. <laughs>
Okay, that was all the trimmings from Overcooked. And you know what I like a lot about that track is that if you take away the sleigh bells, it's like 1950s shopping music. <laughs> oh my god, yes it is. <laughs> I know, I it's so crazy, I know specifically like exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. But add the sleigh bells and it is... Oh, ice music. <laughs> Just thinking about... No, no, no! Stop at the end! Uh, no, don't slide over there! No, pick up the pick up the onion! Pick up the onion! I I need tomatoes! I need tomatoes! What are you doing? Oh my god! <laughs> god, this game's amazing. The it amount really of times falling into the water, trying to cross the damn glaciers. Ugh. Uh, I love Overcooked. This is such a good song. It's a, it's. A, it's I don't, I, I don't have a lot to say about it other than it reminds me of, like, you know, watching old Ren and Stimpy episodes, whenever there was something shopping-related, you would basically hear this song in the background minus the sleigh bells. And, yeah, happy memories, good tune. <laughs> Great game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, then let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, this is another one I'm probably not going to have a ton to say about. It's just a beautiful piece of music. This is um, uh, my the game I've been playing all year long, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I'm still playing it. Now we're in the snowy weather, and uh, I have not been awake at this hour to experience this music yet, but I uh, was poking through the soundtrack because I was like, you know what, I want to pick one of the snowy versions of the songs, of the Animal Crossing songs for this year. Uh, And I went through them, and this one stuck out to me. It's just a, a really pretty piece of music. So let's give it a listen. This is for snowy 5 a.m i don't wake up at 5 a.m anymore (laughs) i do though now thanks enjoy Thank you. 
just uh, go to sleep but I also can't hear this music without also hearing the uh, crunch of footsteps in the snow you know what I mean um, yeah that 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 would that accompany this in a snowy day I uh I really really like the kind of weird 80s synth that comes in that opposes the French horn and you got that high mm-hmm. French horn sound and then at the bottom you get that 80s synthwave sort of thing coming in there with a, with a really weird way of tying it together. It's just a, it's so simple, but it's such a beautiful little piece. And um, I all the versions of it, and this one has the little jingle bells in there, but I really like this one. This, uh, I'm going I'm to say something, and, I, and I, I don't, my intention is not for it to come across uh, negative, but act, actually completely positive. I feel like this song was holding itself back. I mean, I get it. The, you know, you're you're hearing this at 5 a.m. Not many people are up at 5 a.m. playing Animal Crossing. But for those of us that are, you know, it's it's a song that it's it feels like it's holding itself back. But in, I mean, okay, wait, because I got two thoughts coming. Sorry, <laughs> let me finish the first one. So it's a song that feels like it's holding itself back, right? And I feel as though if you open up the pen and you let let this one out, it could really just be something gorgeous. Not that it's not on as it is. Um, I feel like you know if if um, explored more and if built upon, it could be something tremendous. The way the the track from Dust was. That being said, at the same time, this song feels like 5 a.m. to me because I just started a job where I'm work. I wake up at 5 a.m. So that those hours before most people wake up, this song to me embodies that. And of course, because of the sleigh bells, it gives the winter tone. But even if it didn't have the winter tone, uh, excuse me, the sleigh bells, I would still feel the winter tone from it. I'm a person Mm -hmm. that like everywhere I go, I have my headphones in and I'm always listening to something. 
and I have music that I listen to when fall starts to come through, when spring starts to come through, when summer's in full swing. You know, there's just to me, there's just things that um, are are like the proverbial benchmark for the season. This is a song that I could only listen to at 5 a.m. when I'm heading to work or getting ready for work on a winter day. Like, like my hats off to the composer. You nailed 5 a.m. in the winter. Period. This is what 5 a.m. in the winter sounds like, right there. Yeah, and and I'm done. Yeah, that that's it. That is, I I remember being awake that early back when we used to get snow here in South Jersey. How oh, I miss it. But I remember getting up <laughs> that early because like, I would get up super early to shovel the walk so that my wife wouldn't have to you know walk through any snow to get out of the car because she hates Aww. snow and the cold. So I'd get up early and I'd j- just that the unbelievable quiet of the morning after a snow is mm-hmm. is so wonderful. And this song really does encapsulate that gorgeously. So it's very well put. Little fun fact for everyone listening. Maybe you knew this, maybe you don't, but here it is. Um, snow is actually pretty dense and therefore serves as a, na- a nature's acoustic treatment. So when you go outside while it's snowing... And give a listen, and you don't hear the normal ambient noise of wherever you live. It's because the snow is eating it. And then when the snow settles, now the ground is covered in this ambient acoustic treatment. You're welcome. The more you know. All right, well, let's keep going here with uh, another listener request. This one is from Matt Flamger. This is uh, from Paper Mario by Yuka Tsujiyoko and Taishi Senda. Nice. Two names I'm completely unfamiliar with, which I find strange because I thought I knew who wrote all the Paper Mario music, but I guess I don't. Unless (laughs) I'm just completely wrong about that. Look at that. We're all learning something. Let me do a little (laughs) quick uh, Google search to make sure I'm not making stuff up. I mean, wouldn't be the first, won't be the last. That's right. I make lots of mistakes. I am very, very good at making mistakes. Nope, <laughs> I am not wrong. That is uh, who this music is indeed credited to. So uh, the song we are going to listen to is Crystal Palace Crawl. It's not one I'm familiar with because while I've owned Paper Mario, since I bought it brand new at clearance at the Times Square Toys R Us for all of $5, wow. I have never played more than a couple of minutes of the game. Not through any fault of its own. I thought it was really quite good. And I, I put it in. I played it for a little bit. And I said, this is great. I can't wait to play more of this. And then I never <laughs> did. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've definitely been there. So here's Crystal Palace Crawl from Paper Mario. Thanks, Matt. Enjoy. Thank you. 
I have some feelings here. Feeling number one is as I'm listening to this, like that is some Final Fantasy music right there. That is 100% 16-bit Final Fantasy music right there. That's crazy. So I looked up this uh, the the composer. So I got through the first one, and the uh, Yuka. Sorry, uh, yeah, Yuka Tsujioko apparently worked on Battle Clash, which I love that soundtrack. I didn't realize I had like. U-U-K-A. What is wait? Battle Clash sounds so familiar. I can't. I can't place it. Look at that. I even have this person's <clears> name <throat> in my iTunes right now. The Battle Clash was the um the giant robot mech game that you use the super scope for. Freaking love that game, and it's got a uh, great soundtrack. Okay, it's right. been on my list of games to get to for ages. So, Whoops. that I learned something new. Uh, also, um, uh, Yuka Tsujioko has worked on. Uh, the, a lot of the Fire Emblem games, which, I mean, uh, who yes. the heck knows how many of them there are. Oh, my God. Because uh, I'm looking at this list, and like, that's got to be all of them. And then I was like, nah, it's Fire Emblem. There could be more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's really wild. Um, I want to look up uh, Taishi Senda, though. Paper Mario, Pokemon Pocket <coughs> Challenge, Advance Wars, <clears throat> Pokemon Channel. And that's kind of it. That's fascinating, because this... Uh, and I guess it's the the Fire Emblem connection there. It just sounds very JRPG, but it sounds so Final Fantasy to me. It was that was an awesome track. I really liked that one. No, that's fantastic. Another track that I wanted to use the word pensive about um, hmm. the uh, five AM track. There's something. Okay. There's there's a an element of uh, hesitation almost, mm-hmm. but but like. But like in a positive way, like in like the best possible way. Um, I I don't I have no familiarity with Paper Mario whatsoever. Um, there there was a point in my gaming career where it just dropped off. I think I jumped to PlayStation One and I left I left Nintendo sadly behind. Um, so I'm I have no familiarity. But like when I hear songs from games I've never played, I obviously my the theater of the mind starts working. Um, I see like. I mean, the name of the song was uh, Crystal Palace Crawl. So I, with, even without the name, I see very crystalline, you know, Mario artwork uh, backgrounds and stuff. And, you know, the quintessential ice that you slide on and stuff. But very, like, twinkly, um, you know, the lights reflecting in, in, in stalactites and stalagmites of ice. Or in this case, I guess, icicles, because that's the thing. Um, it's It's a beautiful track. Very... Um, for lack of a better term, haunting in in some in some uh, aspects. Absolutely, <clears throat> I find it really interesting too because I, I guess I have this sense of what Paper Mario music sounds like, and it's not this. So, um, I, I imagine the Paper Mario music to be like the kind of stuff I remember from Sticker Star or whatever. Where it's, I, I don't know, man. This is this is wild. <laughs> Uh, I, I really dug this one. No, I, I, a great choice. I mean, Matt always comes through in the clutch, not me. Oh, yeah. Him, he's he's the better Matt of the two. Let's let's be <laughs> honest. Um, he always comes through in the clutch with some some really good tracks. And here we are again. Here we are again. All right. Well, let's moving. Speaking of Battle Clash and obscure Super Nintendo games, uh, I, we're gonna listen to another one of my picks, which is from one of my favorite Super Nintendo games, Stunt Race FX. Random. 
love this game. Uh, I'm so thrilled that it's on Nintendo Switch Online and people get to play it. Uh, I don't think many people did, but they should because it's once you get past the piss poor frame rate because it's a Super FX chip game. Mm. It's a really good racing game, and and it even works with the bad frame rate. Like. It's so good. It's so good. And uh, this is the music for Whiteland, which is the name of the snowy track, <laughs> which uh, also so happens to be the name of the snowy track in F-Zero, which is kind of cool. So uh, the music has nothing to do with the F-Zero music, though. They're not related in any way. I'm just assuming it's some sort of nod to that, because this game's got nods to Star Fox and um, Kirby and Mario in it, so... I can only assume Whiteland is a, uh, a tr- some sort of tribute to F-Zero. But this game's amazing, and it's got a ridiculously good soundtrack, and this is Whiteland from Stunt Race FX. Enjoy. <laughs> say to that track besides yay <laughs> you got me stunt race it's... effects I, I remember that game i had to look it up but i, I remember that game I, I remember actually kind of enjoying some of those um those games uh what were they the you said they were the v chip games the super fx chip super Star oh my Fox. god the v chip is something completely different yes yes i i liked some of those actually for the time they were kind of fun and funky I mean, there weren't many of them. I mean, not no. not that we're attempting to be like 3D polygonal type things. Like there was Star Fox, there was Stunt Race mm-hmm. FX, there was a uh, Dirt Traffic FX and Vortex. But uh, I mean, Vortex. I adored Star uh. Fox, and uh, I I really loved. I was just totally into Stunt Race FX because it's it is a really fun racer, and it's got a really wacky look to it, and and such a such a joyous soundtrack. It's all over the map. I mean, like the first the first stage, right? So here you are in this. 3D futuristic style racing game with goofy cars with eyeballs for headlights and stuff. 
and but it's a racing game, so you don't expect the first first one to be a banjo plucking good time. But there it is. <laughs> you fire up the first dragon. It's like <laughs> it's like what? This is awesome. Did not expect this. Right? It's yeah. it's so cool. And uh, I don't know this this track is harrowing. It's very similar to like what we were talking about with uh, the Mario Kart sixty four track. It's like mm-hmm. this is just such a stressful race. And, you, and this happy, happy music in the background going on. It's just great. I love I love that, like, uh, just that, uh, you know, complete polar opposite. Because, it, you know, polar. <laughs> God dang it, I did it. I didn't even mean to. Um, but I, I'm so mad you caught it. Um, but if anyone was going to catch it, it was you. No, but I love that. I love that that polar opposite. Uh, moment because if I were a game maker that's what I would do the intention behind the music would be so sarcastic and I would like just be intent like as you know I'd be intentionally messing with you like hey here's the hardest level I could possibly come up with and just to make it worse I'm gonna put cavity inducing music on top of it (laughs) so you really can't get mad and if you do who are you really mad at you're mad at yourself yep because you suck (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's enough Stunt Race FX for now. Let's move on to <laughs> uh, another one of your tracks. This is Winter Festival from Aww. Stardew Valley, uh, credited to Concerned Ape. Yep. Um, so tell me about this one. Um. So, <clears throat> again, if you've been listening to the show, you know I'm a huge fan of Graveyard uh, Keeper, mm-hmm. which um, I, I've, I like simulators. Huge fan of like SimCity and um, the other one, which I can't, for whatever reason, think of the name of right now. But uh, I like simulation games, and I had never played Stardew Valley prior to playing Graveyard Keeper, and I devoured Graveyard Keeper, and I actually went back for a second helping, uh, you know, when when all the ish hit the fan, because uh, they released DLC, and I was like, well, I have to play that too. But anyway, I digress. Um, when I first played, started playing Graveyard Keeper all the articles I read were like, this is Stardew Valley, but, you know, darker, because you're a graveyard keeper, and you have to autopsy bodies and embalm them and stuff. But anyway, (laughs) again, I digress. I could talk about the game for hours. So when I finished um, Graveyard Keeper, uh, I was perusing the Microsoft website because I'm an Xbox person, um, and they had the special edition of Stardew Valley, 15 bucks, you got a disc with the soundtrack, you know, a nice piece of artwork, you know, map, what have you, and the game. And I was like, that's really good for 15 bucks. And I think I had store credit or whatever. So I, I grabbed it sight unseen, never played the game before. I heard people talk about how amazing it was. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a go. And I loved it from day one. I loved it. I played the heck out of it. Um, So like, uh, well, actually not like um, Graveyard Keeper. Stardew Valley has seasons. You're, you play a farmer. Or, well, I don't want to say you play a farmer because you can kind of play the game how you want to play. Like, if you want to farm, you can farm. If you want to just go into the mines and, and fight enemies and, and get your uh, items that way, you can and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, Stardew Valley, you kind of get the idea. You know, the mainstay is, is farming. So what they do is they go through seasons, much like um, Animal Crossing. And there's a winter season. And, of course, you know, landscape is barren. You can't really... Uh, farm anything but every season much like 
you know, our real life has their own festivals and they do a winter festival. So again, I was on that one list and I saw Stardew Valley again, sight unseen. I was like, duh, there's a winter season. Like the whole landscape is ice and snow. Like, come on, dude. Just what are you doing? You're not even trying. Like I'm yelling at myself. I talk to myself a lot. Um, and then I listened to the track and I was like, perfect. This is perfect. And so that's it. That's I, I I'm I'm a fan of games like that. There's something weird. Like I think I think I'm living out this idea that I would love to be a farmer in real life. Like I'm living it out through video game because I would never be a farmer in real life. <laughs> and I, I I high five and applaud everyone else who is, um, and who who is striving and they have their own little home gardens. Like you guys are you guys are the real heroes, not me. I'm just gonna stay home and, and simulate it on video game. <laughs> so that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I grew some stuff this year. It was fun. Nice. What'd you grow? I grew a bunch of tomatoes. I grew a bunch of herbs. Uh, mm. I grew some radishes, which I, I love. I radishes enjoyed. Um, peppers didn't come through for me. Uh, Came real close on watermelons. I got a bunch of get watermelons out of here. to grow, but they would they would get to a certain point and then they would uh, either start getting eaten or they would die. Oh. So uh, I don't know. I thought I I don't know what exactly I was doing wrong because my mm-hmm. mom also planted watermelons and she didn't get anything out of hers at all like they, the vines oh. wouldn't even grow i got vines everywhere and every couple of days new melons would show up and they would grow to be like about the size of a softball but then once they got to that point that's when they would um uh get infected or something would happen or something would happen i never oh, got man. one that was edible but uh, Dude, i gotta tell you that's super cool man that would excite that if i grew one tomato in my life i'd be like oh my god i'm i've got seven green thumbs but the fact that you like got to a certain point with watermelons is just like, you yeah, know. that was awesome. I was so proud of that. Even though they didn't pan out, I was still really proud of the way that turned out. And uh, what was the zucchinis were the other one that was weird because something kept eating the flowers because the flowers would turn into the fruit uh-huh. eventually, but uh, or the vegetables, uh, and it would flower all over the place. The plants got humongous, but it would never actually get to the point where the flowers would close and then turn into the zucchinis. But Ooh, hey, zucchinis. there's always next year. Yeah, I'm gonna try again. Tomatoes were great, though. I had tomatoes for days, and it was awesome. Ate them like crazy. San Marzano's. All right, let's move on. Uh, we got <laughs> two left. Uh, no. We're originally gonna be one, but then we got a, a little extra one pumped in we, right there at the end. We we didn't even listen to Winter Festival. Oh, we didn't. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I thought we did. All right, let's listen to Winter Festival. We got some left. Here's Winter Festival from Stardew Valley. Enjoy.
Well, that was precious. You know, I was. <laughs> uh, I love a lot of the game's music. Um, unfortunately for me, it, it blends into the background because I think I, I hone in too much on gameplay sometimes, and I don't take that uh, proverbial step back to really give it a listen. But a lot of the music in that game is um, like that. It's it's like I hate to use the word cute because I don't think that. I don't know, properly explains what I'm thinking or how I feel about the music, but the, the best thing I could think is cute. But, like, you know, the game's, like, this great, like, 16-bit, you know, it looks great. There's a lot of great mechanics to it, and it's just a lot of fun. If Again, if you're into this. If you're not into this style of gameplay, you're gonna. it's an absolute bore. Um, and I think, like, I think they encapsulate the whole game... Uh, because I, the you know, there's the central town or village, and you know they they intentionally make you cultivate friendships and relationships, you know, and it's totally up to you. You can you can get married. Uh, there's achievements in the Xbox version, probably PlayStation version, you know, of getting married and have children and stuff like that. So they, you know, if you're an achievement hunter or you want to be a completionist or whatever, you have to cultivate these friendships. So there's like a to me, there's this whole village vibe and this this close knit feel because you have to do missions for people, you have to trade with people, you know, to get certain items and so on and so forth. So I think the music itself um, lends itself to that too. It 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 um, it audibly catches captures rather the video game's vibe, if that makes sense. Which is why I said I don't want to use the term cute, but quaint. That's the word, quaint. The music hmm. is quaint because the game is quaint. Yeah, it certainly matches what I know of the game. I I bought this game on Switch, and I didn't really care for it. Okay. I've heard so, you know, so many good things about it over the years, and, you know, like, oh, if you like Animal Crossing, this is way better. And I was like, well, I love Animal Crossing, so okay. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, this this didn't click with me, like not at all. I don't and... know. Yeah, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I don't know that that's an accurate portrayal. My opinion, I don't think this is better than Animal Crossing. It's also personally. pretty different than Animal Crossing. Like that's and that's why I say that. I don't think yeah. they're the same game. I don't think so either. I, I this reminded me more of like Harvest Moon, and it's like okay, I this like. Is... I appreciate that, but it's not. This isn't really what I'm what I'm into. So I unintentionally stumbled down a YouTube hole, and I ended up on like twenty things you didn't know about. Um, of uh, oh my god, why did I just drew a blank on this game? Stardew Valley. Thank you. Oh my god, I can't believe I just totally drew a blank on it. Twenty things you didn't know about Stardew Valley, and I I was like, okay, whatever, I'll bite. And so the game is made by one guy, and. His direct inspiration was Harvest Moon. He he really enjoyed that game, but he felt that it was a great start and there could be a lot of improvements. And so, essentially, when you say you liked Harvest Moon, you're in that same train of thought. It's he he mm. loved Harvest Moon. I forget the guy's name at this uh, this point, but he loved Harvest Moon and he thought it would be a great base for something that could have been. And and so he just he just started building what eventually would become stardew valley so it's it's kind of ironic that you, you brought that up you know what i like about harvest moon is those cute the cute little animals we had a uh, a harvest moon game on pre-order at funko land back in the day and it got like a little stuffed cow thought that was cool that is but, cool. yeah that's kind of where that's kind of where that ends for me so uh 
I, I'm happy for all the Stardew Valley fans out there who really get to appreciate. Like people love this game, and I yes. say good on them. It's just not. It just it's, didn't click for me, which is a shame because I really wanted it to. But it's a very polarizing thing. You either love it or you're just not with it, and that's cool. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'm not with. Pretty much anything cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you long enough, and that is a true statement. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, the next track uh, is going to be my last pick, uh, and this comes from Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. The track is called Buzzsaw Falls Frozen, because in Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, you play a stage, and then you can do something to the map that affects the stage, and then when you go in, it's completely different. So this is um, the frozen version of Buzzsaw Falls, and uh, it's a really nice, nice tune. It is uh, the—I don't know exactly who did this one. The music in the, the game is credited to David Wise, Grant Kirkhope, Matt Griffin, and Dan Murdoch. Uh, it doesn't sound like Kirkhope to me. Um, it might be David Wise, but I couldn't tell you for sure. But uh, it is a very cool piece. So let's give it a listen. Here is Buzzsaw Falls. Enjoy. Uh, I agree 100%. (laughs) I like that one a lot. That was, I'm not, I have no familiarity with the game. Um, But you you say you do something that changes the music. So I'm curious what the, what the music sounds before, what the, is there, is there a, um, yes, there is a companion track to it. Sometimes they're really similar to each other and sometimes they're quite different, but they do usually share some sort of uh, musical through line. 
That's what I was going to ask. Is there some kind of common thread between the two? That's cool. That's. I mean, I, I like when that happens. I mean, it's. I don't think it's lazy uh, composing. I oh, think no, it's not smart. at all. It's not like you go in there and there's like, oh, now there's snow on the ground and it's slippery. It's like, no, it's it's usually way more than okay. that. Like, good. as good, in good. this thing used to be a bunch of platforms. Now mm-hmm. they're buried under snow and they collapsed and it opens up a whole different path for you to go down or that's awesome these things were spinning blades but then everything caught on fire and now everything's burned down so the spinning blades are now spinning flaming blades or something like it's the game is really really clever it's it's a it it didn't get the credit that it deserved because the original Mm -hmm. ukulele was so this is just banjo kazooie with new characters and uh it really felt dated but this is this is a ripoff of Tropical Freeze in the best possible way. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a really, really, it's a really cool game that does some really clever stuff, especially with the map. So, thumbs up on this one. Yeah, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, another beautiful piece of music, and you know, it's funny because I'm, you know, I, I made a couple comments. I'm, I'm not a fan of ice levels. I think um, there's too many tropes to them. But you know, when you find them. In, that they're done well they're they're really done well and they stand out um and i feel the same way about the music too i think it's very easy to just fall into the tropes of and i I, you know i I use the term crystalline kind of um synthesizers the sleigh bells are you know indicative of of that um i don't know genre let's say perhaps maybe i don't know um, and I think it's I think it's very easy to fall into the cliches of it. But when you get these tracks that really stand out, they're not they're not just like a little bit of they're like head and shoulders above, you know, some other pieces. And and that's definitely one of those songs that uh, we just listened to, uh, Bus All Falls Frozen. I think that's head and shoulders above some some regular music for games, let alone mm-hmm. you know the ice stages as we. Yeah, because it still conveys it still conveys cold, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really adhere to the typical freezy music trappings. It's 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 quite it's quite nice. It is quite the good music. I mean, we only listen to good music around here, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it for us. <laughs> we have impeccable taste. Oh, all right. This last track comes from somebody else's impeccable taste. This last one was a last minute. Uh, admission uh, from our Discord that was from Bedroth. Uh, it's from Yoshi's Woolly World by Tomoya Tomita. Uh, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World is a game that I love. It is uh, the first sequel to Yoshi's Island that I consider to be worthy of being a sequel to Yoshi's Island. And I am still bummed that they haven't ported this one to Switch yet because. Uh, the Wii U game is great. They ported it to 3DS, which was a shame because it played okay. But a part of a big part of this game's charm was its visual style, uh, which is not really appreciable not in HD because it's all this really fine yarn-looking stuff, and it just looked all smeared and fuzzy on 3DS. And it looks gorgeous in HD on the Wii U, but you know nobody has a Wii U, so. Uh, hopefully this gets ported to switch someday so more people can play it because it's a really wonderful game and it has a really good soundtrack and uh, i'm i'm kind of shocked that i didn't think of this one myself this uh, track is called a little light snowfall it is a it is it is a ding dang delight (laughs) is what it is you're welcome enjoy 
on the other hand, that has all of the tropes in it. <laughs> I was going to say that song is full-on Christmas. Like, that is just ho-ho-ho every single trope, but it handles them all so yes. well. Yes, It is, and not just because I was requested to say it, a ding-dang delight. Someone asked you to say that? Bedroth did. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Said, I, play this one, but it only qualifies, if, uh, but only if it qualifies as a ding-dang delight. <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, he just did his for uh, his uh, first two winter episodes in a row mm-hmm. on his podcast, the very VG, yeah, very good music podcast. Nice uh, quality show, and uh, I wish I had time to listen to it more. I almost never listen to podcasts anymore because I don't go anywhere. Yeah, um, but uh, I thought that was a it was it was a great recommendation. As soon as he popped up, I was like, "Oh right, there's." I always forget about the soundtrack Yoshi's Woolly World because. Like, around when it came out, I tried to download the soundtrack, and the only ones I could find were all, like, garbled and distorted. And then I never, I just forgot about it, I never went back to try to do it again. Because it had a really, really, really good music in there. So, thanks for the pick, man. It was a good one. Oh, absolutely. I, the only thing I was going to say was about it being a full-on Christmas track is, um, it really gives me such vibes of, um, you know, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and, um, mm-hmm. you know, all the old stop motions from when most of us were children. Um, <laughs> but no, like you, exactly what you said, it, it handles all the tropes in, in a very um, classy way. Agreed. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't know about you. Uh, this has yeah. been a heck of a lot of fun, but it's time for me to get my butt to bed. So that's going to be our show. Yep. Uh, and that's going to be it for us for the year, for the year of uh, of 2020. I'm. It's, <laughs> it's almost behind us, but uh, Matt and I will be back next year with more brand new episodes and, and hopefully all kinds of fun stuff. So, Matt, you actually get to kick <coughs> us off for 2021. What is your pick for our next episode? I wanted to do something that would maybe melt some faces. I wanted to come in like a lion for this 2021. You know, it's the beginning of something new. Let's 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 kick out the jams. Uh, MC5, thank you. Um, and then I scrolled because as much as there's like stuff that I think I want to do, I look at this list, Chris, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, no, I'm going to chop this tree down, man. So in lieu of <laughs> like, I'd say a personal pick, perhaps of some random game that maybe no one's ever heard of chasm <coughs> chasm um great episode by the way uh, great pick thank you i i decided uh i i think i want to i i don't think i know horizon chase turbo oh really yeah yeah okay i told you i want to melt some faces dude i want to i want to come on strong i want i want <laughs> i want to like got up gotta put some life back in this man like let's let's get this going New yeah year. well we did do a couple of chill episodes here with, with <clears throat> pilot wings and whatnot and and, uh, and listen hey those were fun heck yeah but now it's time to get back to work it is time yeah <laughs> oh what a pick oh i'm excited thank you matt yeah all right well uh that that wraps it up for us we here at the Waveback podcast 
uh, excuse me, are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of great ways you can do that. There's the Geekade Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, where you can find by uh, searching Waveback on Facebook. And of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should total, fo- totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. It is a tradition, so we're going to leave you tonight with, uh, I know last year we hit you with Toad singing All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> Feel free to look that up on YouTube if you haven't <laughs> listened to it yet this year. It is it is the most amazing Christmas music I've ever heard. <laughs> but uh, It certainly does um, cement its place in the pantheon of Christmas music. Every time that song starts now, all I hear is, Hi! <laughs> 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 it's, amazing. it's amazing it's amazing in the worst possible way which is really, really the is. best possible way it really really is oh my god no but we're gonna go back to our usual tradition because it's my absolute favorite piece of christmas music ever it's super mario sleigh ride by the one-ups and uh i will leave it with you every year unless something truly remarkable like toad singing all i want for christmas comes along. <laughs> All right, everybody, happy holidays, be safe, be warm, and uh, we'll see you next year. Good night.